0: My name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey guys. Welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our walk with Christ. I always say faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but only in the power of God. So Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, we're
1: giving everyone a seasoned pass to miracles where we closely examine the miracles performed by Jesus Christ, and then we apply it to our modern day life. Today, we will talk about the miracle Jesus performed when he healed a man with dropsy, which is also edema or excessive swelling under the skin. This will be taken from the book of Luke chapter 14, verses one through six, I will be reading from the ESV version, but feel free to use any version you like. It begins. On Sabbath, when he went to dine at the house of a ruler of the Pharisees, they were watching him carefully. And behold, there was a man before him who had dropsy. And Jesus responded to the lawyers and Pharisees saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. Then he took him the man with dropsy, and healed him and sent him away. And then he said to them, which of you having a son or an ox that has fallen into a well on the Sabbath day would not immediately pull him out? And they could not reply to these things. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus, Jesus got him. He got him, gotcha. (laughs) Um, This, I mean, this is really, really interesting because first of all, Jesus is having a meal at the Pharisees, at a Pharisee, a ruler, one of the rulers of the Pharisees. He's having a meal at his house and there's other invited guests, other Pharisees and other people from the community. And it's a Sabbath and they were watching him and they put a man with dropsy (laughs) right in front of him. It was, it was,
0: it was a setup, setup. setup.
1: (laughs) but you can't set up Jesus if he doesn't want to be set up. Right. It's a, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, you think you got me but i really got you and that's why before he did the healing he made he asked the question and no one can answer you know usually they accuse him after the healing like you're not supposed correct. to do this this is the rule but he put the question to them first and they knew jesus was smart correct and right. they knew they probably couldn't answer him because they're like well we don't have a law that says you cannot heal we have a law that says you cannot work, but then they would have to rationalize what work means. And then they would have to talk about all the rules that they have that is not work that they can, they they just couldn't get into it. They're like, got them, right? (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of like a setup for the setup, right? right? So Jesus sets the stage so that they don't question him for what he did, mm-hmm. but they all, it's almost like they try to set him up because it was like, well, we're going to put someone in front of him mm-hmm. who's obviously suffering. Mm-hmm. And we know this man can't stand <laughs> to see people <laughs> suffering. You know, he always when he's always out here trying to heal, heal right. someone, make someone feel better. Right. Uh, even if they don't ask, <laughs> he, he out here calling a woman who can't stand out upright from the back of the room. To come heal on the Sabbath, so we're gonna see if we can trap him. I mean, th- there there was this constant, right. constant scheme and plot Correct, to right. to to catch Jesus and to to proclaim that he violated laws that would cause him to be put to death, and this was probably one of them, or maybe they wanted this guy to be healed, or they kind of was like, well, it's a catch twenty two. We want him to be healed, but we want to accuse him at the same time, and we know he's gonna be healed, so they put this man right in front of Jesus. And because Jesus is Jesus Mm -hmm. and he has a loving, kind, compassionate heart, as we have discussed, he heals him. And after he heals them, he gives them a lesson upon lesson upon lesson. And he says, who would have their son or even their ox fall into a well on the Sabbath and say, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I'm not going to do anything until the next day. You're going to do it. Right. Because you you work out of a place of desire. Like we work with our hearts. Right. But the, you work with your heart only if it concerns you. And he's trying to say you have compassion for everyone, not just the things that are personal to you. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that question because, like you said, we work out of our hearts and compassion drives us. Right. So if you saw your ox or your donkey or your child, God forbid, fallen to the well, you know that if you wait to the next day, more than likely they would die so why must we also do the same to someone in need? And I think that question left them speechless. So we can assume that they either were just speechless because they could not answer the question because they realized that they tried to trap him and he and them in their own web of deceit, or that they actually felt some compassion. Like you're right, because definitely these, ad- you know, adversaries, they all, you know, definitely tried to gang up against Jesus and his, and, and his ways, but there were definitely some who probably saw like, okay, you know what, we, we really have nothing to say on this. And I'm glad that Jesus definitely did this. He asked that question before he did the healing because before anybody could respond, it was like, all right then, and he heals this man, you know? And I think that that is just such a very savvy, he's, he's witty you know, he's funny, he has sarcasm, he has intelligent, he has compassion. I mean, he definitely embodies everything that a perfect human being should be. Yeah. I mean,
1: we should all try to be like Jesus, right? <laughs> Let's remember the the year where everyone had the shirts and bracelets that said WWJD, what would Jesus do? Yeah, and I, and I think we don't, I think we only ask that question when we have the moral dilemma. You right. don't, we don't preemptively ask the question right. all the time. We make the decision. And then when the consequences come up, maybe in hindsight, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. Maybe we have time to make a decision. So we ask, what would Jesus do? But that should always be our guiding principle, right. WWJD. What would Jesus do? Yeah. And <laughs> and we know what Jesus would do. Right. He would heal. heal. He would lead with love. He yes. would lead with compassion. And I think... And I think we all have opportunities to do that. And while we we seek the miracles or we seek the access and we want people to show us love and compassion and meet us in our time of need or have God orchestrate situations so that we can receive our miracles, how many times are we providing that opportunity for someone else? Right i mean just the other day and i and i've been struggling i actually been talking to god about this a, 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 a for some time mm-hmm. about my character because i think i'm kind i i would say that i'm kind and i think people believe that i'm kind but am i just kind to the people that i know or am i kind to strangers i think in general yes i'm kind to strangers but i don't always have to be and i don't think i always am i'm a new yorker mm-hmm. and i'm a brooklynite and by nature, we ignore people. <laughs> right? We
0: ignore your we issues, your problems. We don't turn the other cheek. We just turn the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We turn around. We don't look at you.
1: We're just, we don't keep eye contact. Right, we're right. not giving that compassion and love to our everyday brothers mm-hmm. and sisters. We're ignoring because, and then the day we're thinking, oh, I'm just trying to get to work. I'm just trying to get home. I got other things on my mind. We forget to do the WWJD at Mm -hmm. that moment because we're so self-centered. And I'm very, very guilty. The other day, a man came on the train. I'm not going to actually yesterday. This happened to me yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it after the fact. And I was like, yeah, in the situation, I was WWJD. But I was like, nope. I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) And I don't know why I don't know what prevents me from showing kindness and compassion to the man next to me. The man came on the train. And he was I don't want to call him homeless, but something wasn't right with him, right. And he comes on the train. And of course, you know, when you see someone who looks like they may appear homeless, people move out, but the train wasn't super crowded. But it wasn't a lot of space. There weren't seats available. Wasn't a lot of space to move, but there were places to move. And I was already standing by the door. Man comes on the train, last, and he stands by the door right next to me. And I was like, I'm not going to move because I'm not gonna be one of those people who runs away. That's not fair, right? He didn't do anything, I'm not gonna run away. He's jiggling the change in his pocket. I'm like, oh my God, maybe he's gonna start yelling, asking for money. And I have this thing about like, not opening my purse in public. Like if I had it in my pocket, I would give, right. but I don't like to, cause I have to dig, where right? I have to open my purse, find my wallet, open, open my that. wallet.
0: Like, <laughs>
1: like look at what I have in there and it just becomes a a thing and I don't want people looking into my walk my back I don't want anyone putting their hands in my bag so just for my personal safety, I think about that and so I'm like okay I was like he's just gonna make his announcement he's gonna walk up and down the train it's only gonna be a few seconds he's Mm -hmm. standing there he doesn't he stands there and he says what's the next stop (laughs) now I know the next stop but I don't say anything because he didn't, he wasn't talking to me. He was just shouting. I was like, well, if he asked me, I'm going to tell. But nobody's answering. He's like, can somebody tell me what's the next stop? What's the next stop? And I just say nothing. I have my Brooklyn face on, nothing. And someone tells him, the person who's on the other side of him tells him what the next stop is. And he says, okay, thank you. And then he's like coughing, sneezing. I'm just like, oh my I, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm like, and I, all I'm thinking about is like, please don't fall over, lean on me. Sure, you know, right. sometimes you think like some of these people may be on drugs right. and all these things, right? And you're like, I'm like, oh, please don't follow me. Please don't follow me. And um, I'm just trying my best to have my poker face on. And then later on, on the ride, I mean, I was on the train for, I want to say at least 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he was on the train for at least 15 minutes with me. Okay. And he says, tomorrow's my birthday. But he doesn't Uh say it that loud. I mean, other things he said loudly, but that he didn't say that loud. Uh And I felt so bad. Uh And I didn't say happy birthday. When people say it's my birthday, my birthday passes. I say happy birthday, but Uh it's usually in the context of we're having a conversation. Uh But this man, he says it, and I didn't show him Uh compassion. And I felt really bad afterwards. Uh Because when someone says it's their birthday, they're probably looking for a happy birthday. Right, right. And I could have done that. That like doesn't cost me anything. Correct. Right. And I didn't do it because I was just like, I don't want to engage. Right. I'm so used to face forward, don't look, don't respond, don't engage, that I couldn't show the compassion. And I felt bad about it. And I asked God like, how can I change my heart that I feel okay to do it without feeling at risk or feeling right. that I should like how can I change, melt my heart, that I can be free to do this without feeling all the other things that have been put on me by? Talk about rules, right? right. I'm That's following the, the rules, rules. Right. of New York City society, Correct. subway right. rules. Right? Don't look, don't right. engage, right. and I just I felt really awful about that afterwards. So God, God, forgive me, because <laughs> I know that wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah. But it 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 just comes to it comes in something as little as like happy birthday
0: yeah it could mean so much to someone and it's it's making me feel like crying because um you're right you know because i think what happens is that we're already um conditioned to say don't look his way or her way so they don't engage right You know, my thing is if I say one thing, they're going to want to have a conversation. I don't really want to have a conversation right now. I really don't because then I know I'm going to be talking because I like to talk back and then they're going to think they're my friend Then they're going to want to sit next to me. You know, so then you start trying to do these preemptive strikes, not to have to even proceed forward. So you put your guard up, but you're right. You, because intrinsically you're still a good person. So at the end of the day, you feel bad for not showing that kindness, you know, and 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 you're right. It's it's really um, something that we should continue to ask God for discernment on, because you're also trying to protect yourself, and that's the reason why you put up that wall. But at the same time, you also want to show that you're you're a Christian, and these are your Christian values, you know, and they and they and they conflict. They're conflicting, of course, you know, because there is that dichotomy with how am I New Yorker, Brooklynite? and yet still showing that compassion and yet still being safe and yet still being godly. It's, it's hard. I, 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 I know God will forgive you for, for that. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's such a wonderful testimony though, because it also shows that, that we, in, in in our hearts, we are really good and we're thinking, you know, we want to be purposeful in the things that we do. And that intent, you know, you pray and you ask for forgiveness for it and ask God on how to go about it the next time, because it will happen again. You do ride the trains. There is going to be somebody else who's going to maybe not ask for the next stop, but might ask for a piece of gum or, you know, a piece of candy or something in your pocket, whatever the case might be, you, you will encounter something like that. And maybe next time you'll, you'll feel differently in the way you would respond. So yeah. thank you for sharing that though.
1: Yeah, you make a good point, right? Yeah. Like it's an opportunity to reassess right. my values. What's What's the bigger, bigger value here? Is it me adhering to the Brooklyn rules or my desire to be more Christ-like? Right. to lead with compassion and love. As much as I like to say that I'm a kind person, there are opportunities where I can show kindness to strangers and I don't, and I could be better. And there's something in the Bible that says like, even the pagans give gifts to their brothers and sisters, but it's, you're supposed to be doing for others who can't give you anything. And particularly after Jesus heals this man and has this conversation, he continues, he gives a parable. It's one of the parables that we covered before about who sits at your table mm. when you're having a feast. Right. Don't take the, the highest place of honor oh, because right. you don't want to be embarrassed and told to go to the back. Right. Sit at the back so that so you they can, can be honored. So right? bring you and to, bring the front. to the front. Right, don't make that. that assumption. I love that. But he also said like, when you have a feast, mm-hmm. don't just invite your friends and neighbors who are rich, who right. can also invite you in return. Invite people who who can't pay you back. Yes, because your reward doesn't come from them. Your reward comes from God. Right. And I rather get rewards from God than from people. Amen. Honestly, I don't really get that much from people (laughs) people anyway. Right. Like I'm not. not, Like I'm not going to say ninety percent of the time, but I'm going to say like a good seventy percent of the time, I'm not going to get what I really desire from people. Right. right? And I'm not Mm. looking to get anything I desire. So why is it that I'm placing my 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 good deeds and people, so that they can give. Like I know they can return, give it to me in return. I don't need that, right? Like what I need to do is, sh- if I have something to share, I can. I don't have to give it to my friend right. or my my family member. I can give it to someone who really needs right. it. And a lot of times, I don't. I don't want people to give me stuff because I don't really need anything. I'm like, well, I don't really need anything, and there's so much more you can give. I think you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it. I think like the next time that. that Christmas comes around, I'm actually going to give my gifts away Aww. because
0: yeah. like
1: I get gifts, I mean, full disclosure or non-full disclosure, Christmas is actually my birthday. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I get really good gifts. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get double the gifts. Right. And why can't I just give, give that to away. someone who needs it, right? Such like a beautiful thing. Aww. As much as I love the Target gift cards that I got. <laughs> There's someone who oh, may really, really need, it, need that yeah. more than I do. Yeah. So I think I think I, I, I think that just gave me this insight. And I want to encourage everyone else to do that. If you yeah. receive a gift and you don't actually need it.
0: Right.
1: Think about giving it to someone who would really need it. Right. Give that like it doesn't. You're not supposed to just pass gifts back and forth between people who can give gifts You're <laughs> right. like oh I'm going to show up cuz she gets really good gifts or right. I'm going to invite him cuz I know I'm going to get a gift correct Think about whatever you receive and giving right. it to somebody else whoever can't afford and giving that to somebody right. Make sure that the people at your table feel loved mm-hmm. even if they can't do anything in return
0: Amen that's such a beautiful message and you know I think that this is a way when people say ask for forgiveness, not for permission. <laughs> I think that Jesus is basically like, he he basically was like, look, okay, of course all of you should be asking for forgiveness, but I'm not going to ask because you all will put your, ha- your your traditions in front of everything, but I'm going to show you how it should be done. You know, and at that point, then you guys can ask for forgiveness because you realize that this compassion and love supersedes everything else because that's what you should lead by. That is more Christ-like, you know, and I love what you said. I think it is really important for us to do that because, you know, it, it you do feel good. Those feel-good hormones, every time you are, every time you do give, It, 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 it there's nothing like it. And that's how you know it comes from God. So- I really can't wait for us to discuss this because I know that there is, you know, those who are listening will have so much more to say. So thank you for tuning into this podcast. We hope you enjoyed this discussion on the miracle of Jesus, healing a man with dropsy. Stay tuned for announcements and our closing prayer.
1: Thank you for staying tuned to our closing prayer and announcements. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast where we continue to discuss the miracle performed by Jesus Christ, specifically the miracle where he raised Lazarus from the dead. We will also be hosting our next Wisdom Wednesday live on YouTube tonight, March 22nd at our new time, 8 p.m. Eastern time on our YouTube channel, Treading Faith. Treading Faith is also our Instagram handle, so follow our IG page to keep current on what's happening with Treading Faith. Our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and our website, treadingfaith.captivate.fm, and where other podcasts are found. You can subscribe and share with friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Lastly, Don't forget to add a note to your faith box or jar. The faith box, what I'm calling God's good gifts, is a box or jar where we keep weekly accomplishments, reminders, testimonies, or good news. At the end of the year, we will review the contents to remind ourselves and to have insight of God's presence in our life year round. Nothing is too big or too small to include. This is personal and totally up to you. Now, let's join together in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible because according to isaiah fifty five eleven God's word does not come back void. We also believe that our prayers are strengthened in number, so we ask that you come into agreement with us for this prayer. Father God, we give you glory and honor. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ and the examples that he set for us while he walked on earth. Father, we may struggle with what to do on a daily basis, but if we look to you from which cometh our help, from which give us an example, perfect example in Jesus Christ, we may be strengthened and given courage to know what we should do and how we should do it. Mark twelve thirty one says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This is the second greatest commandment. Oh, Father God, change our hearts and our minds so that we can love our neighbors, so that we can avoid incidents of aggression and anger towards one another. We don't want to go stray of the path that Jesus has set for us. We want to show love and compassion. Ephesians 4:32 says, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving to one another as Christ forgave you. Oh Father, let us be a beacon and example of love, hope, and compassion just as Jesus was. In the times where we struggle, have the Holy Spirit remind us what would Jesus do so that we too can lead with compassion. First Peter 38 says, have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. These are characteristics that we want to embody. Help us to transform our lives and our minds so that we can embody these characteristics. 1 Peter 21 221 21 says, For to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you may follow his steps. Lord, give us strength to follow his steps guide us daily so that we make no mistakes in who we are as followers of Jesus, that we too may forgive our brothers and sisters as they forgive us, that we too may be humble as Jesus was, that we too may be compassionate as Jesus was. John 8, 12 says, Jesus spoke to them saying, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but have light. Father God, let us not walk in the path of darkness. Let us not be deceived by the ways of the world that cause us to be angry and aggressive, to shade our friends, our neighbors, our loved ones. But let us instead turn to the light and always be a beacon for those who feel down and sorrowful. Let it help us to change our ways so that we may be different than what the world is called and set apart the way that Christ has ordained us to follow the commandments and be compassionate to all, no matter what we receive from our neighbors, we can, al- we can always return kindness. Father, give us this gift so that we can be a gift to the world. Matthew 18, 19 says, if two or of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, it will be done by our father in heaven. So we come into this agreement when we say amen, 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 and amen. Thank you again for listening to this podcast today. We love you. Have a blessed week. We hope to catch you on the live.
0: Bye.